This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Religious indifference, it's on the rise, and it's sad. Look, I'd rather someone vehemently opposed to my faith than someone indifferent. At least I can have a conversation with those who are opposed, who stand for something. Now, I don't want them to stay there, but you get the point. Indifference, it's virtually impossible to converse with. Matt Nelson, my guest today, wrote a book on this very topic. The title, Just Whatever, How to Help the Spiritually Indifferent Find Beliefs That Really Matter. We had a good conversation about it. Here's my conversation with Matt Nelson. From Saskatchewan, Canada. He's currently working full-time with Bishop Barron's Word on Fire. I'm going to be in Saskatchewan in a couple weeks, Matt. That's exciting. Good to be on with you, John. It's good to be on with you, my friend. Uh, This book just seems fascinating to me. I was able to kind of skim over it a little bit. I haven't been able to read it all yet, but this will be added to the pile of books that I will be reading soon. Um, Let's define our terms first, though. And the title of the book is Just Whatever, How to Help the Spiritually Indifferent Find Beliefs That Really Matter. What do you mean by religious indifference? Well, what I do is, in the book, I start with a general definition of the term. So, in its most general sense, religious indifference is the failure to think seriously about religious questions. And the second component is the failure to give God his due. So what you have there is an intellectual and a practical component. The failure to think seriously and uh, about religious matters and the failure to give God his due, which often follows from that, that intellectual first part. But the reality is when we encounter religious indifference in our everyday lives, Indifference occurs in all sorts of different forms and to varying degrees. And so I jump into three very specific forms of indifference in the book. Um, did you want me to get into Let's those? Let's do it. Or... Okay, so the first form of indifference that I spend a lot of time in, uh, spend a lot of time on in the book is called closed religious indifference. And it reflects a extreme closed-mindedness towards religion. Usually it has something like atheism or deism, the belief in an impersonal God, um, a force rather than a father sort of belief. Uh, and so these people, because they see religion as essentially absurd, because there either is no God whatsoever to worship, or if they do believe that God exists, but they don't believe God is personal, well, then worship is still absurd because God doesn't know we're worshiping him in the first place. Um, and so that's the first kind of indifference, is closed religious indifference, where all religion just makes no sense whatsoever. The second form of indifference is open religious indifference, which, which reflects an extreme open-mindedness towards religion. And this is really common out there today. So we often will run into people who love the teachings of Christ, but they kind of see Christ on par with, say, Buddha uh, or Muhammad or some great religious founder or, or great spiritual teacher of the past. And so what they've done is reduce Jesus to something other than God. And so here we have this extreme open-mindedness towards religion, and that's open indifference. The third kind of indifference that I speak about is a more precise, kind of a smaller group 
Um, and, and this is a group that is still very relevant to all of us uh, in the church, obviously. The third indifference that I'm talking about is denominational indifference. And here we're speaking about indifference within Christianity, mm. where people treat doctrine as sort of an option, something not to spend too much time on, um, and rather we need to focus on a relationship with Christ and forget about all the disagreements that we have in Christianity That's today. a tempting one, Matt, because it, it, in a lot of ways we just want to keep the peace, maybe family functions or, or uh, you know, pick up basketball games. I'm just, you know, throwing those two things out there. But uh, it, <laughs> yeah. we, just, we just want to keep the peace. We don't want to ruffle any feathers. After all, we all worship the same God. Yeah, absolutely. And so the trick is to come up with ways where we can evangelize others, including other Christians, speak to them about our faith, but do it in a non-imposing, respectful, gentle way, and hopefully be able to open up a dialogue with them. I mean, you you really are not holding back here. You say this religious indifference is the great spiritual sickness of our age. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm just picking up off the wisdom of the saints there. St. Maximilian Kolbe called it the greatest poison of our age. Mm. And so the reason why is because when we're indifferent to religious matters, we become indifferent to life's biggest questions. And as a rational animal, that's just contrary to our nature. If we're going to think about anything, we ought to think about life's biggest questions. And the absurd thing about our culture is we rarely do. Do you have the numbers in front of you on those who are claiming to be kind of indifferent? Yeah, the the best we can do, I mean, there hasn't been, as far as I'm concerned, any really high-quality studies done on religious indifference per se. Mm -hmm. But the the research done by the Pew Forum on the unaffiliated or the religious nuns, that's N-O-N-E-S, those who have uh, come to identify themselves with no religion whatsoever, um, that that research has been very helpful. And right now, about a quarter of Americans today, and the statistics are about the same in Canada, uh, consider themselves to be affiliated with no religion at all. Yeah, those are those are striking, and I don't see those getting any better. Nope. The numbers keep on growing. And, I mean, so 25% of Americans, um, just generally speaking, consider themselves to be unaffiliated. But if you go into the younger demographics, so let's say age 30 and younger in that demographic the number jumps from 25 percent to 40 percent hmm. so the younger the younger the demographic the worse the numbers get and, and those is, numbers it, well it's, it's difficult because really and I, you're going to help us here give us tips this is not just where we're going to sit back and cry ourselves to sleep over we got a lot of work to do this is missionary territory as we'd like to say uh, on mm-hmm. this show and it's in some ways it's kind of exciting that god is charging us during this time to to be able to go out and evangelize. But we are up against something, a belief structure, or I guess that's what you would call it, maybe a non-belief structure, that that are much more difficult to evangelize than, say, an atheist. It seems that relativism really is kind of the foundation. Yep, and in the book I discuss the different philosophical underpinnings that kind of lie behind these kinds of indifference, and relativism is the big one. But I find even with the most hardened relativist, or maybe softened relativist is the best way to put it, Um, if you spend enough time sitting back, committing yourself to listening, even when they say something that might be a tad bit offensive, it just makes you want to jump on them, if you sit back and commit yourself to hearing them out, you'll soon find out that there are matters, religious and spiritual, that that they are not indifferent about, that they actually... Uh, have very strong opinions on. Hmm. If you let them go deep enough, 
And then you start to have points of conversation where you can open up the dialogue. But until you show them that you're not indifferent to how they feel, you're not going to get anywhere in that dialogue. So yeah. it kind of goes both ways. I think you're right. We're talking about uh, a new book out, friends, that, that I really want you to get if you can. The title of it's called Just Whatever, uh, How to Help the Spiritually Indifferent Find Beliefs That Really Matter. Matt Nelson. Uh, Cardinal Thomas Collins is on there. I had a nice interview with him a couple weeks ago. He's a good man. He sure is. Yeah, I was really honored to have him write that forward. It's really beautiful, man, that you, that you got him. And, and he's, you know, he, I'll tell you, he's, he's very aware of, of these numbers and what's happening. Do you find that there's a difference in the United States uh, than there is in Canada? Obviously, that's where you are. Is it just kind of all lumped into one? At the very least, I would say it's all lumped into one. I mean, there's definitely a lot of uh, similarities. Yeah. Uh, I would think I'm, that. I'm, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't think that you know any numbers or anything, but I would think that that would... Oh. They would pretty much uh, kind of co-line there. Um, let's talk about what we can do against it. Maybe a, a step or two here, Matt. If if you come across someone that is indifferent to the faith, uh, let's talk about closed first. What is it and how is it that we can respond? Yeah, so again, closed indifference reflects the, an extreme closed-mindedness towards religion and usually arises out of something like atheism or some form of skepticism. So I think one approach we can take, first of all, um, is now this is this is assuming that we've already you know prayed on the spot and invited the Holy Spirit down into the scenario, and that we've also spent some time listening to what they have to say. We but we need to get them talking first. So I say always lead with a question, um, and it can be a really general question. So if you know somebody is an atheist, then ask them why are you an atheist and what are your reasons for it. That's the first step, is to ask questions and have the other person justify what they believe or don't believe. Hmm. And be ready to give step, an account yourself if they ask you a question. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you kind of put them in the driver's seat, which can be very disarming and, and can sometimes maybe bring the blood pressures down a little bit because they realize that you're interested in what they have to say, too. Sure. And then in the, in the book, I unpack uh, the moral argument for the existence of God, among other arguments, uh, because I think that argument is good at, number one, showing the atheist or the skeptic that there's good reasons to believe in the existence of God, but also that God is a good God. Now, uh, for the sake of time, I want to skip over mm. open indifference and okay. go to denominational indifference. What is, what is a way that we can evangelize? Uh, to people that just say, well, all religions, you know, Christian religions are the same. We all worship the same God. Uh, let's not mm -hmm. talk about any doctrinal di uh, doctrinal differences. What do we do? Well, I think we just turn to the scriptures. I mean, when we're speaking to Protestant believers, they want they want us to give an account for what we believe from the Holy Scriptures. And so we can go to, straight to the top to Jesus himself and show the Sermon on the Mount, for example, where Jesus is very dogmatic. You've heard it said, but I say to you, you know, and he's he's teaching the Torah, and yet in this new and um, sort of unprecedented way, but Jesus clearly takes doctrine very seriously. Or you can quote St. Paul, who says in, for example, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16, hold to yourself and to the doctrine that you may save yourself and your hearers. So to Paul, holding to the doctrine wasn't just something that we you know, should do if we can. It was a matter of salvation. It was crucial. Just whatever. How to help the spiritually indifferent find beliefs that really matter. Uh, this is a good book, friends, for you to get put on your coffee table. Maybe when people come over, they can uh, thumb through it as well. Matt Nelson, you can go to shop.catholic.com to be able to get it. Matt, great work. 
great talking with you, John. Thanks, Thanks for man. having You're me. Always on. invited back on the show. God bless you. So there you have it, friends. It's a new battle for us, but one we must not be afraid to engage. Get this book. Matt will help you. Thanks to Matt Nelson, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes on Facebook and Twitter, inviting your friends to take part in the show. Visit our website at yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Lanetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.